Welcome to Sad Styles Productions. Let me run you through our daily specials. On Tuesday, relive your childhood gaming memories on the Retrograde Podcast. On Thursday, the Jackass crew relives the pain and glory of the TV show Jackass. Also on Thursday, Mikey and Brian let you in on all the secrets of sports marketing on the sign-off, a Frameworth podcast. On Fridays, losing money with Andrew Baskin helps satisfy your 20-minute sports gambling fix. Keep your hands inside the car at all times. Enjoy the ride. Get into it. Coming up... A Sad Styles production. Get into it. Okay, let's do this thing. Dave Mira, pro BM sex. Not pro, freestyle BMX. (laughs) BM sex. Dave Mira, freestyle BM sex. Bowel movement sex. Dave Mira, freestyle bowel movement sex. Yeah, that's pretty good. Let's take him to the top. to the retrograde the podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should i'm andrew bascom and i and well you, andrew no you why you don't want to be the bad boy this week no you you usually say and with me as always yeah i didn't feel like it. you were being very bad oh that is true i did <laughs> donate to a lot of charities before we started oh my this. god and the not so bad boy of podcasting <laughs> the great the good the good boy of podcasting the, the taking a pause from being the bad boy of podcasting we all need a vacation all right <laughs> But I am the bad boy of podcasting. <laughs> Be Mikey excited, Aaron oh, oh my God. It is, of course, Mikey Aaronworth, and we are back for another week of the Retrograde Podcast. Like, you know the name of the podcast that you're looking at right now. Just look down at your phone, you stupid idiot, and just look at the name. Andrew, what's that? We're trying to gain listeners here. My job is to hate, is to shit all over the listeners. <laughs> See, once you be, once you took a break from being the bad boy of podcasting, oh, are you th- the bad boy today? No, there's just a, there was a there was a power gap, <laughs> <laughs> power vacuum, power vacuum. When like we overthrow a government of another country, and then guess what? The worst person becomes president. Yeah, and, and we need to stop doing that. You and I overthrow so many governments. I know. Um, speaking of Reagan overthrowing elections. governments, what's up? Uh, you and I uh, over the weekend, last mm. weekend, watched. Uh, uh, or not last week and the weekend before, watched Suicide Squad. We did. We went to a theater to go oh watch Suicide God. Squad, which was the first time that I'd been to a theater in a year and a half or so. Oh, yeah. It's about, about that for you as yeah. well. Uh, great experience doing it. It felt good. Normal. Um, I, I, yeah, as soon as I sat down in my seat and I started eating popcorn, I forgot that I had missed it. <laughs> like, it was just, all of a sudden, it was normal. This is how how quickly we get used to things coming back into our Humans lives. Humans are incredibly adaptable. We really like, it's are. It's really impressive. We really are. Um, but we 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 uh, had a lot to say about that movie. We I haven't even seen the first one. But over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash retrograde podcast in the Mushroom Club, we had a full episode dedicated to yeah. the Suicide Squad. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, you can go over there. It's $5 a month. Uh, we have typically two episodes per month. Mm-hmm. Usually it's been more. In fact, we've had almost every week over there lately uh yeah. some drafts some uh mushroom club mashups which we call we used oh, to call them yeah uh, where we reimagine your favorite video games in different genres so so we have some good fun over there too yeah so if that's not enough links for you right now you're listening to the podcast good check great nailed it great Crush. keep doing that subscribe and review oh if that you helps. haven't done that yet that helps you have a lot of homework today okay that's one two patreon.com Slash the retrograde I, podcast. I, I can't express which one's the most important, but I think you could figure it out pretty the, fast. Yeah, because we need those dollars. You gotta <laughs> give us some money. Um, oh, Mikey. Yeah, Mikey, how we're, are you doing? I this. There's so much going on. We, we it's like it's like a, we're like a couple that's so busy with the kids. We don't even check in on how you how each other are doing. Oh, having sex with you is like a uh, uh, bowl of worms. It said <laughs> a character hell? in my new favorite TV show, a oh. show that I'm going to recommend to you. Actually, okay, uh, what's that? It's this show that I've been watching. 
watching. It's six episodes in as mm. of recording, seven as of the launch of this episode. It's a HBO show, kind of a dark comedy. Hmm. It's called White Lotus. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this show, but like, it, yeah, I recommended the show last week on the I podcast. I don't know that that's true. Uh, I I'm going to insist that you look it up and. I I recommended that all the D-pads uh-huh. listen to that. Like, yeah. They were listening. I'm not a D-pad, and I, I'm barely here when we're recording the podcast. Well, I, so. When you asked me to explain it, you actually out loud said, really, I hadn't, I have never seen it. Act like, uh, just treat me like I've never seen it before. Yeah, that does not sound like me, Andrew. Hmm. Um, I, I, regardless, <laughs> I think you'd love it. Uh, I, I, I'm all caught up. Oh, wow. And, uh, and it is a bizarre show. Everything that you may, I'm assuming that you're, you're telling your own version of the truth right now. Okay. So if that's the case, I'm assuming everything you've said on past episodes is true. Okay. Uh, and, and I agree. I would agree with it. Had you said those mm-hmm. things. I, I did. Uh, yeah. And, and that I do recommend that people watch it, including oh, yourself. So you also recommend that people watch it. I, I was the first one to recommend. No, so if you want to so. sign off on no, that, you're more, so. you're more than welcome to do that. Sign off. Also, you need to subscribe, uh, rate and review the sign off. <laughs> Assassin's Productions. production. I could go all day, guys. <laughs> we okay. Have a lot on the go. Just, just like look it up. Okay. I, 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 I only have so much space for you because we have to talk about Dave Mira. Yes. We have to talk about White Lotus. It turns out again. Uh, I, I there's so many things going on. It's Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Oh. Another one which which we had a lot of fun talking over yeah. on uh, the the retrograde podcast. Fun. Patreon. That was a lot of fun. And seeing the movie was a lot of fun. But Andrew, uh, you mentioned Dave Mira because that is the name of the game that we're doing this yeah. week on the podcast. Uh, if you're new to this podcast, first of all, welcome. We do a ton of ASMR on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, do we? Click, 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 click. Do you like this? <laughs> do you like when I do this? Am I doing it right? I don't even know. Um, so the uh, uh, if you're new to this podcast, first of all, welcome. Secondly, typically what we like to do is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids. Usually it's something that had somewhat of an effect on us, good, bad, or ugly. We rate the game as we remember it out of four bits based on uh, how we felt about it when we yep. played it back in the day. Then we take a little bit of a break. We play the game, play you some of the audio from that game, and then we come back and rate the game as it stands up in the modern day against the likes of modern games. Um, uh, but before we do that, yeah. we like to take a bit of a left turn and just talk oh. nonsense for a little while. Yeah. Uh, speaking Speaking of uh, games in the modern day, Andrew, you've been talking to me about Fortnite. You've been um, talking to me about MLB. You've yeah. been talking to me about how I can't finish games, yada, yada, yada. Oh, mm. why? Do you want to talk about that this I week? do want to talk about it, Andrew. Really? Yes, I, because I am still offended by oh. how you think I can't finish he's, he's, games. He hasn't finished a game, guys. I, well... Let's cut, to the, let's cut to the end here. Like I, he has not finished a game this week. I'm just saying that I enjoy... I started... So, Death's Door is another game that I will finish eventually. You started another game? I'm just saying I will eventually be, I will eventually beat all of the games that are on my backlog. Is this is this what a like a gameizer is? Like a womanizer but like for games? You're just you're just dabbling. You can't commit. You know, no one can no one can lock you down. Um Here's a question for you. Right. Do I drive a red Ferrari in no. Forza Motorsport? Oh. Because maybe I'm going through a midlife uh, gaming crisis <laughs> and I'm just a bit of a gameanizer. I don't know. You're just a bunch of gameanizer. <laughs> just like... You just ghosted Arkham Knight? I you, did ghost yeah, Arkham Knight. Like, well, ugh. not answering their calls anymore? I I will answer the call. The bat signal is what they, they call it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gordon doesn't just fo- call you on the phone. Like, hey, bats. Although, I guess that would make way more sense. I Well, okay. There also was a phone in the TV show. True. So, what the hell was that phone doing? Well, It was that, a red phone. It was inside the guy's head, right? The the bust, like the statue. Wasn't that what that, it was? I thought that was Spider-Man. No, wait, no? what? Who is he calling? That's a good question. J. Jonah Jameson? Yeah. Hey, you can't catch me. <laughs> I'm just hanging up the phone. 
<laughs> yeah, who knows? Who knows? Oh, I finally, I recommend Somebody. Don't say who knows. A lot, probably a lot of people. They're just yelling Bob at us. Kane right? knows. Bob Kane Bob knows. Bob Kane knows. He knows everything. Of, piece of shit. Piece of shit, Bob Kane. <laughs> created Batman. I don't think so. Um, I recommended uh, Batman versus Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to, oh my, to my brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because he finally agreed. I'm obsessed with Batman cartoons, if, if you didn't know this. And I finally- and your, your brother, the co-host of your other podcast. Uh, Jackass. 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 A, uh, where we, uh, ra- we, we break down in detail every single episode of the TV show, Jackass. And you guys just had a bonus episode about the trailer. Right. Right. We had a watch along for the trailer. Yeah. So you can go watch that on YouTube as well. You might as well show us some love. Oh my God. I think I finally figured out synergy. Holy <laughs> shit. It's just all dawned upon me. Synergy. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, but he hated uh, Batman versus <laughs> I thought he was going to love it. I thought that was going to be the thing that got him into it. So I could have someone to talk to. What was it about? The What, what, what about it did he not like? The movie or the premise? Um, I think it was the fact that I recommended it. Oh. I think that's what it comes down to. But that, okay, wait a second. Just to like lift the curtain here. You and your brother have similar interests though. Like, yeah. So like, I'm, I'm shocked to hear that he wouldn't like it just because you liked it. Well, I think he he doesn't want to like the things that I'm super passionate about. That is just a thing in my life. If yeah. I'm very passionate about something, <laughs> people hate how obsessed I get with it, so they don't want to like it. This came up last week. Yeah, it <laughs> did. It came did. up last week. And it was, I was... <laughs> <laughs> when I was re-listening to that episode, when I was talking about uh, just people in my life who I recommend things to, and they they don't they, they their instinct is to make fun of me for the things that I like. Yes. So I I very rarely sincerely get to talk about my my passions in life. And uh, I was listening to that portion of the podcast last week when I was walking down the street, and uh, just the other day, just the other day, and I was in a great mood. Uh, until that portion, and it just brought me right back down. I was like, oh, Mikey, airing your dirty laundry live on air for I, everyone to hear. I think I think people will receive that very well. They'll like that you were open and honest about your own interests. Yes. That's good. You know, if, if this podcast has taught me anything, there are people just like us all over the place that listen to us and respond and get at us with stuff. And that's like, that's like the nicest feeling in the world. It is honestly like people always talk about how shitty Twitter is. Yeah. And I've actually come to really like Twitter mm-hmm. because all my feet, like the algorithm is now pointing me towards people who love video games. Yeah. You know, if I see someone posting something I don't like, I just don't interact with it. And then it's just back to more video game shit. It's pretty good. Oh, it's great. It's it is, And, and I, I, I thank you guys for doing that because it just becomes this, uh, this kind of echo chamber of things that I enjoy. You know, yeah. echo chambers are always good, right? Yeah, actually, echo, <laughs> echo chambers are the best. Yeah. An actual echo chamber, I think, would drive someone insane, though. Yes, I believe so. If they just walk into a thing and it's just whispers and stuff like that, but there's no people, oh my God. Wait, so you think these echoes just never end? It's a chamber of echoes. Oh. Yeah. Well, okay, but you saying that it's a chamber doesn't mean it doesn't ever end. Mm, it's an enclosed space. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's let's talk okay. about this. Yeah, yeah. It's also like how Machine Gun Kelly style. Let's talk about it. I'll take your word for it. Is is it's like supposedly how those rooms that are so soundproof, there's the absence of sound, can drive someone insane. Yes, yes. Which I totally believe because it's just such a common place. They take away something. At least, at least when I blink, I can't see anything. I always am hearing stuff. That's true. And That's I can't true. close my ears except for that one weird time I taught myself doing. No one liked it. <laughs> <laughs> they moved them like mouse, and I was like, no, let's not do that anymore. <laughs> I don't that that actually really creeps me out. I don't even want to picture that. I don't want to picture that at all. Um, so the, I want to get back to the game that we're going to be focusing on because we actually have a special guest on, oh. on this episode uh, who we would call a resident expert on Dave Mira. <laughs> we had we had wanted to do a a an extreme sport game yep. like. Tony Hawk, but one of the other ones like Kelly Slater, Matt Hoffman would have been the correct choice. Yeah, the Birdman. For a, wait, Matt Hoffman's not the Birdman. I think he is. Isn't, 
Isn't Tony Hawk the Birdman? Uh, I think you need to expand your brand and create a valve. Oh, but... <laughs> Oh, because his Nick, because his last name's Hawk, Mikey. Yeah. Okay, I think it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, the, there is an obvious answer, which is you should watch or you should play Matt Hoffman. That was the good bike game. Yes, but uh, this resident expert, for some reason, uh, seemed to have taken quite a bit more with uh, Dave Mira, mm. even though they themselves say that Dave Mira is kind of a pile of shit. <laughs> so we found ourselves in a very strange situation yeah. where we're willingly playing the game that we did not like as much. I actually don't have any experience with Dave Mira. I played a little bit of Matt Hoffman, but no experience with Dave Mira. Uh, freestyle BMX. Okay. Um, did you Have you played this one? I, I've played this one, but it's only in the loosest of memories. Okay. Like this, this between this and Matt Hoffman, I really couldn't tell you the difference. And to be honest, I probably played Matt Hoffman more. So I, I don't, I wouldn't speak with any authority. Okay. And we'll get into it because we're going to uh, cut to an interview in a little bit with yeah. uh, Ramona is the person we're going to be uh, interviewing about Dave Mira. Yep. And uh, in that, we'll get into a lot of the, the gameplay. But before we do, I want to mm -hmm. ask you this question. Please do. Um, the world of extreme sports. Kelly Slater. Yeah. Hoffman, Mira. Hoffman, Hawk. Mira, Hawk. Yeah. The Mount, the Mount Rushmore, as I call them, yeah. <laughs> there's probably a bunch more. There's probably a ton. What is the one sport, Andrew, that you would most love to see an extreme sport video game made of? That's a good question. And I think we have to go with like, I think we have to do it where it's not an actual sport, but it's not like NHL hits. Like we want to go yes. a one person sport game, hobby, whatever you want to call it, activity mm -hmm. uh, uh, that is that has sort of the treatment of Tony Hawk that we right. haven't gotten yet. That's a good question. Um, okay, so let's 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 name some extreme sports. Okay, skydiving. Sky is that an extreme sport? It, are people rated on skydives? Oh, is it? Oh, okay. So the the sport has to be competitive. Oh, maybe not. No, yeah. I, it's, okay. So it's just activities. extreme activity. it's just activities. So yeah. then, you know what? I want. I mean, Never mind skydiving. Yeah. I want to do the Red Bull thing where the guy goes all the way to space and jumps. Yeah, down. yeah. The guy. That's, that, it's got to be fell a better from game. space. He fell from space. Yeah, they're like, it's a jump. I'm like, no, he didn't. He fell forward. <laughs> what is this? He didn't get any vertical at all. <laughs> he just was like, oh god. <laughs> I think just, it's because he passed out in space. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be terrible. <laughs> and. And somehow landed safely. Um, that's like even these billionaires going to space. They're like, well, they're going just outside the orbit. It's yeah, not like they're yeah, going yeah, to the yeah, moon yeah. or anything like that. Then again, good for them. I uh, Rock climbing, another one. Okay. I think rock climbing would be very interesting. I feel like we have that in Uncharted, but... Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think I, that one should be called uh, Nathan Drake pro mountain climber <laughs> slash international terrorist. That's what we could go with on that one. Henley shirt enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Bring back the Henleys. Bring him, back the Henleys? Him and Ryan Gosling from Drive. Oh. Love the Henleys. <laughs> your spiritual, your spirit animal <laughs> is Ryan Gosling and Drive. You have always, like, you love that movie. I love that movie. You love the soundtrack. Love the soundtrack. You lo love the outfits. Love the fact that he almost dies. Yeah, you I love mean, Albert Brooks's brains being splattered all over your apartment. <laughs> yeah, it's not, that, that looks amazing. Yeah, like, you just, you would. You like the little driving gloves and yeah. the, the, the satin jacket. Yeah, and I want to go as him for Halloween, but I don't have the blonde hair, and I'm not willing to commit to that. I don't think you need to do that, though. I think if you wore the well, scorpion half-ass things like you, Andrew, okay. but I'm into it. I would get into it. I'm and, stuck and with only bald characters. <laughs> <laughs> you could be uh, 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 Kingpin. I could be Kingpin, yeah. I could just wear a suit and yeah. be like, what's up, what's up with you? I'm like, I don't know. I'll beat you to death. I'm How Michael Chiklis uh, <laughs> in something. Uh, the Shield. <laughs> yeah, you could be uh, the Shield. Uh, 
A, a show which would never fly now, but oh. was, was probably a better representation of policing. <laughs> yeah, it's, except it's not not received the same way now. People are like, yeah. fuck yeah, this yeah. guy's amazing. He breaks yeah. all the... We've always said that about uh, about 24 as well. Yes. With Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. Uh, Jack Bauer, because it's just like, it's like uh, I, he just constantly torturing people yeah. to get the answers he wants. And at one point, I think beheads somebody. What? To, yeah. And you're like, oh, cool. Did he get the answers out of the person after? He, yeah. yeah, he, he did. just used like their heads like a puppet. <laughs> We were going the same way. Have you seen the video of Pez? I, I'm so glad you're talking this about this. This is insane to me. Where, is, is it real though? I haven't tried it, okay. but TikTok, and then here's how I know. There's reaction videos where it's like, this can't be real, can it? And they did it. If you don't know what we're talking okay. about, there are, you know, the little Pez dispensers. Yeah, they're only one thing. I know them. Yeah. Do you know them? I do know them. Okay, hopefully the listener knows. Do you know them? Do you know them? I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything. I didn't back. hear a single thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, basically, instead of unwrapping the uh, the the foil, the pez, the pez, and then putting like opening the neck, yeah. and then putting the neck in, or putting them in the <laughs> neck, and then closing it and, and getting the pez that way, you stick it in the bottom, yeah, and then clamp the neck down, and, and it, it takes the wrapper off. Yeah, it's supposedly really easy. It just strips the thing off, which is insane that they wouldn't bring that up on the package or something 100%. like that. 100%. That's what makes me think it's not real, that they're like, oh, shit, we could have done that the whole time. Yes. Like, I, it's like one of those times, <laughs> you know, it's like one of those times, I think you talk about this all the time with Melville and, and, and Moby Dick, but it's like, do you imagine the inventors of Pez are watching that and they're like, <laughs> Holy it shit. does that? <laughs> What the hell? How did you? It's like that's a complete accident. Like a movie sometimes where like some they go to like some film class and they're like, I like that the messaging of, you know, abandonment is probably due to your own father leaving you. And yes. they're like, Holy oh, shit, I didn't shit. put that together. Holy shit. That's not at all what I intended, but I like yours better. Uh yeah, that's I it's there's something to be said about that, I think. I like that a lot. Um yeah, I, I would love to try that with Pez. I, I don't know when we're going to. Uh but in terms of other extreme <laughs> sports, I would like uh you know the Red Bull crashed ice. Oh, that's the fun. Skating, basically downhill skating. Downhill skating. I feel like that could be fun. But I think in general, give me give me an Olympics game that's actually good and fun. That's your extreme sport? But yes, but well, make Tokyo it 2021 probably, yeah. Right, but but <laughs> make it but make it like because Tony Hawk is not skateboarding, right? Well, no. It's barely skateboarding. Mm -hmm. It's more like a rhythm game there than, are than anything There else. are skateboards in it. Yeah, there are skateboards in it. And yes. that's about as close as it gets. Yeah. And then things are named kickflips sometimes. <laughs> uh, but that's about it. I think, like, I want a, a full circuit of the Olympics where the extreme sports are, like, kind of a lot more fun. Okay. I want to like, you throw the javelin so far and as it's thrown, as it's going through the air, there's like gold medals flying out of it. Oh. And instead of like winning a gold medal, you need to win like a million gold medals, <laughs> like rack up the points and like, you know, like the, give me something absurd like that. Oh, I like that. Okay. So you're going with the idea that the word extreme is like the Doritos version of extreme where it's yes. just more, more. Yeah. Not, not more. like, not the extreme sport of like, you know, Maybe like the extreme sport of hunting a man. <laughs> like, Ooh. you know, like I'm an eccentric trillionaire and I have an island and I hunt the most dangerous game of all. See, the crazy thing, I don't even think you need to be a trillionaire for that. No. I'm, I'm saying like a few mil and I'm sure you can arrange it somewhere <laughs> in the world. A few bare naked lady songs and I think you could just like <laughs> clear it pretty easy. It's been a crazy night. Let me tell you that. I think a man killed them with a baseball bat. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, not bad. You're on fire today. <laughs> yes. I, I got to tell you that. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I wonder because it's on Dave Mira, it's a bicycle. Yes. Right? Okay. A bicycle. It's a bicycle. Yeah, it is. Why are you calling it a bicycle? What do you think the B stands for? Bike motocross. 
<laughs> well, yeah. Uh, and it's a bicycle, right? What does it? Oh. And uh, actually, I have no idea. How I, I said it a lot. I just like, assumed B stand for bicycle. <laughs> bicycle, but what does M stand for then? Matt Hoffman. Hmm. I'm glad we're figuring this out. We should do this live <laughs> on air. This is good. Uh, I definitely looked at some Wikipedia pages today. So like this is uh, baffling my mind that I can't figure it out. Um, so it's a bicycle. Yes. And you think the the physics of a bicycle are not tremendously complicated, True. right? As compared to things that video games have animated previously. Right. They're putting together things that are like insanely hard to figure out. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, many not many people have flown a plane, but we figured out that pretty fast. Yeah. Whereas almost everybody learned to ride a bike eventually one right, day in their right. life. And yet... Why was this so hard to figure out? Like, if, if you're telling me this got bad reviews, if Matt Hoffman has definitely died in legacy compared to Tony Hawk, then why weren't bikes uh, a bigger part of video games in general? That's, you know what I think it was? It was the culture around bikes. I think it was the culture around, like, skateboarding was cool, and yeah. it was it was anti the man or whatever it was. It was. Yeah, it was it was really like this subculture. The like and, and it, I'm thinking especially like the people who invented skateboarding, you know, from surfing to skateboarding and bringing it in people's pools and the cops not liking it. Everyone rode a bike. Like little Timmy rides a bike in the yeah. suburbs, right? You can make it extreme, but the the image of a bike is not as cool as the image of a skateboard. Mm, you know that's why I, I think that's why like Bart Simpson does it cuz he's like fuck the man. I'm yeah. I'm it's having a, symbol. a skateboard. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. it's more of a symbol and that's kind of why it's it's a little bit cooler. Yeah. Um that's but, why the Tour de France video game didn't take off. <laughs> God, that would be exhausting going <laughs> through France on a skateboard. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking about how boring that video game would be. Just like here we go, another thirteen hours on a bike, and you're like, you're all basically right. describing the the Penn and Teller game where you have to drive a, yes. a truck for all the way across America. Which yeah. seems like an eccentric prank that I really like. Yes, and kind of want to beat. I feel like, I mean, we can talk about this off air, just, but now that we got the mics up, just, just take a bunch all of, night stream. Yeah, just take a bunch of uppers and just like, <laughs> just like, just like an actual trucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like, exactly. Just holding on, they're like, oh, I'm almost there. What a stream that would be. Yeah. We say it's for charity, but we just use it to fund our drug habits. <laughs> I'm going to sleep in the cabin. You want to take the night shift? And you're like, yeah. And you just sit there straight. The best part is, I actually don't think that's the worst idea in the world because around hour four of you being alone, the things you would start saying out loud would be amazing. <laughs> Dude, I've I've had six years living on my own and I, I'm all I'm constantly at a state of hour four on my own. Yeah, I, just, I always say weird shit. Forced where you're like into a microphone, you're like, yeah. So that was my second grade crush. Uh... <laughs> Grade three, that was a lonely year. And you're like, oh my God, what the hell is he talking about? Uh, well, listen, I want to have a great crush on this game. And I oh. hope this game crushes it in my mind. And we're going to play the game, come back and rate and review it as it stands in the modern yeah. game, as well as what I think I would have thought of it as a oh, little kid. interesting. And what you actually thought of it yeah. as a little baby boy, a little dinky Andy. Okay. So right after this, we're going to be talking to Ramona. They actually recommended that we did this game in the first place, as we mentioned. And uh, we're going to consider them to be an actual expert on this game. So we will take that break. And then right after that, we're playing the gameplay. And then we'll see you right here for a good old time with Lil Dinky Andy oh, and Big off. Boy Mikey. Yeah. We'll see you on the other side. This is interminable. <laughs> okay, and we're back and we're joined, as we mentioned before the break, by Ramona. Uh, Ramona, uh, we obviously uh, have to say a quick uh, thank you to you for always being around on this podcast. One of our earliest listeners and supporters to this podcast, mm -hmm. always been around on our social media as well, and we're happy to get this uh, out of the way because this is a game, I think, that we've wanted to be uh, focusing on, or at least some element of the extreme sports games, uh, the biking games. Andrew, I know you yeah. have some experience playing both 
Dave Meir and the other one would be Matt Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have any experience playing uh, uh, Dave Meir. Oh. Ramona, you have a ton of experience playing both and everything else. So, Ramona, why don't you start off by giving us, uh, first of all, say hello, give us a little bit of a hello, and then tell us why uh, you wanted to do specifically Dave Mira over Matt Hoffman, because I think Matt Hoffman is the the notorious winner of those two games. Mm. Yeah, hey, everybody. So uh, I'm Ramona. Um, I wanted to do like I wanted to do Dave Mira because it's not a good game. I'm just going to put <laughs> that up front. I'm, I'm straight up. I'm just going to put that up front. This game's not going to get a four. It's probably not going to okay. get a three. It's probably not going to get a two and a half. Whoa. Oh, shit. Okay. I just don't want this game to get a point five or a one. That's kind of okay. my hope because I wanted to discuss how, for me, like, yeah, I played the game. I did all of the challenges like you would in, like, your Tony Hawk or Matt Hoffman game. But this was the game for me that made me realize, like, I didn't just need to do the challenge mode, the career okay. mode, okay. or, like, the pro skater mode. And this was the game that had enough core mechanics enough core gameplay loop for me that actually gave me reason to love the free skate mode and find myself as an adult especially now playing free skate way more than i would challenge modes in games like this so you mean like just turning the game on and going to a level and playing like that's something that you do yeah, uh, no timer, is... no challenges. Uh, I just like to, like, find a good line in the game, like a good, hey, I can do a 360 to a grind to a 360 out manual into another <laughs> grind, and I just like going at that for, like, five minutes at a time and then going to something else in the level, trying that, you, get, get a high you, score on that. Let me ask you this. I'm going to assume... Um... <sighs> Your mental health is probably pretty good if you're able to. Just, <laughs> Not like, even like, remotely, I'm, I'm Mikey. So, how I'm could so you jealous? Get? The idea, the idea of like like turning on a game and not having someone give me direction and punish me and constantly like fix what I have to do uh, seems miserable to me. Mikey's I couldn't do it. I don't himself. want to have my own thoughts. My, my, Mikey, we we were bantering just yesterday about Fallout New Vegas on Twitter, yeah. and I'm telling mm, yeah. you, you can punish yourself immersively in these games. <laughs> you know what? Get it out of the way digitally. Why not? I like yeah. that idea. The responsibility and burden of making decisions in a digital game is like I. I actually tweeted recently about autosaves in games and how every time I'm playing a Yakuza, which I think is supposed to be Yakuza, and I've just been saying it wrong this whole time, so I'm going to go in between both of them. (laughs) <laughs> but every time you sa- every time you save, it's like, are you sure you want to save? It's like, yeah, yes, of, of course I want to save. You never have to ask me that. The existential crisis of this, uh, are you sure about anything? And you're like, ah. <laughs> and it's, what happened to Mikey? He's been sure, staring at that screen for three days. I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> like I'm but saying, like, you guys have never put 400 hours into Fallout New Vegas, walk oh. into a door, step on a mine, and auto-save right as your character dies. Oh my no, god. But that's a different game. That that's a different game. That's not what oh, we're Oh, that talking sounds about miserable. Today. So that so is auto-save. miserable and you will hate auto saves if you do that, Mikey. Yeah. But I do save a ton manually as well. And when we when we have like choice based games, I, ch- I every time I was telling this story on the podcast Make a decision, earlier, Andrew, hit the F five key. Hit the F five, save yep. it. Before I try to pick a lock, I'm I'm auto saving. Like I made my way through Oblivion with yeah. basically one lock pick because I couldn't <laughs> handle the fact that I could try to, to to break a lock and it would break my lock pick and maybe I'd run out down the mm. line somewhere. But let me let me ask you this to connect this back to Dave Mirror, right? Thank you. When do you not do that in games because you're just like, hey, let it happen. Let it be what it is, you know? Like you, 
it, hmm. it's an active choice that I have to make and I'm trying to get better at it. it like this is legitimately like my therapy is like, like trying to make the choice of, of understanding that it's okay. You know, the, the last of us was one where I tried to make the call towards the end of the game. I'm like, use a bomb arrow, Mikey, live your life a little bit. Like, why not? And I enjoyed it so much more when I did that and realized that after it was all said and done or after the battle was said and done, the game didn't reset. I didn't find yeah. myself in a fail state anywhere. Like uh -huh. it's, it's more fun to play and it's more organic to do it that way. It's just, I don't know, gamers have that that obsessive mentality and, and, and that min-maxing strategy, I think, that we bring to most games. And that's something that I think you can exactly get or exactly choose to avoid when you do something like a free skate or a free ride in one yeah. of these extreme sports games. Like, Because, you know, you'll play an extreme sports game and it'll say, like, get a 5,000-point combo down this rail and you'll go, oh, I can do it. I can't mm. do it. And it'll kind of get you in your own headspace. If you're doing like a free ride, a free skate, you can just choose to move on if you want to. You don't need True. to do it to yeah. like pass the level. You could play how you want to. You can basically just like set your own goals. Just like say, hey, this mission wants me to do a backflip off yeah. the first it's, ramp. I'll do a backflip off the first ramp and then I'll do a front flip off the second ramp just for the fun of it. It's, it's like the truest form of like uh, sandbox playing. Because it's just there are you can do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Like your, your your imagination is like I'm creating my own rules. I'm creating my own like you know elevation doing it. By the way, uh, I just want to say that um, you know you, you're a fan of manual saving. Uh, some of, some are a fan of auto saving. I just want to say I'm a fan of auto driving and not a fan of manual driving. I just want to put that out there too. So um, <laughs> I also I just I, well I'm a fan of Jesus saving and let's oh, just okay. let that lie. Okay, then. yeah, exactly. Instead of manual, yeah, is I think it's it's important that uh, I just what th this game blows my mind that there were competitors in this game so they thought okay so Activision was going or Acclaim excuse me was going uh okay we can't compete with Tony Hawk Tony Hawk's the biggest name in skating but when they say Matt Hoffman's gonna come out and do something it's like well we have Dave Mira here and I think we can get him pretty cheap because this series of games especially the, the Matt Hoffman side were huge Kelly Slater surfing you know Tony Hawk they have yep. Matt Hoffman this Dave Mira one is an outlier because they didn't only make a game to compete with Matt Hoffman it seems like they made five games and it's crazy they made Sort of two, kind of three. Oh, and they so tried to go for a fourth. I, I well, I told you guys not to play Matt or not to play Dave Mira one, and right. I don't yep. regret telling you guys that game. Well, that good. game is really yeah. rough. But you um, said this one's rough. <laughs> well, Dave Mira two, um, it's rough. I think one of the things I was going to mention a few minutes down the line is Dave Mira two. I think has a sense of creativity in what they were trying to go for that is still very hard to find among pretty much any extreme sports game that I've seen so far. What I'll get into be? detail on that in, in just a minute. Okay. But I also need to mention they were going to make a third Dave Mira video game. Mm. It was so repulsive to Dave Mira. You know where you're going with this. It was so repulsive. This is the only game I bought, by the way. This is the only <laughs> game in the Dave Mira franchise that I bought. That you Please, know. Ramona, tell us what it is. Dave Mira 3, as a concept, was so repulsive, Dave Mira refused to put his name on it and became the game we now know as BMX Trip. Triple X. Yeah, oh, baby. Triple X. New X, 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 X. It's like, oh. it's, you know how in Tony Hawk you have like your uh, your skate videos that you unlock, right? Yes. Like it's like that's one of your rewards. It's <laughs> yep. here are people skating. In this, you unlocked videos of strippers stripping. Mm -hmm. And like you could create a character that was just a topless woman. And it was like, but there was this time when 
uh, uh, extreme sports were really trying to find the line and had no concept of what oh, the line I, should I have been I so or disagree. Was. I mean, oh. I think you know hosting a jackass podcast that the line was Bam Margera, Johnny Knoxville. Fair, <laughs> no, but I mean, I mean, like, like it felt like they wanted to see how far they could push it because they, I think it's this thing where you get a producer involved who's like, there is a an appetite for extreme just shittiness, misogyny, all this stuff, and they're like, let's dial it up to 11 without realizing that that, that isn't what Jackass was. Like, there was something else to it. Uh, and, and instead, what they did was make BMXXXX. You're right, Dave Mira basically pulled his name, threatened legal action if they used his name again, and that's when they lost the ability to work with Dave Mira, and well, that was the end, essentially, of that franchise. Well, wait. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I'm reading this correctly, there's Dave Mira Freestyle BMX 2000. Then there's a remake of that, the remix yes. at 2001. Then Dave Mira Freestyle BMX yeah. 2, which we're going to play today, 2001. Yes. And then there's BMX XXX in 2002. And by the way, then there's in 2006, Dave Mira's BMX Challenge. So Dave Mira was like, you know what? Water under the bridge. <laughs> I'll come back I, I four think years that was later. Like a mobile game or something. Yeah, it's probably it's probably absolute horseshit. But I just want to just I just want to remind everyone that Dave Mira BMX Challenge 2006 is the worst reviewed of all of them. Not the Triple X one. The Dave Mira BMX Challenge is wow. the worst one. So Dave, thanks for coming back. We appreciate it. Well, here's a fun thing about the reviews as well, because because uh, I'm assuming Andrew and Ramona, you probably played this on the PlayStation Two or maybe the Xbox, something like that. Is that, is that right? Yeah. So it was originally released on the PlayStation 2 both times, ported to the GameCube, Xbox, and Game Boy Advance as well. And here's the thing I found most bizarre about this. Dave Mira Freestyle BMX 1 and Dave Mira Freestyle BMX 2, the highest rating for these games was on the Game Boy Advance. That was the best platform, including, which I can't believe launched at all, BMX XXX came out on the Game Boy Advance as well. Mm -hmm. 78% (laughs) average on Metacritic. What the fuck happened there? I think I actually know, and I might be wrong about this. I'm going to have to do a little double checking, so don't take my word as gospel. But I think those games are copies, or at least are, are the same engine, as the Tony Hawk games on Game Boy. Really? I, I gotta double check this. My memory might be failing me here. But that'd be that'd be that impressive because I know I would ass- why they actually did pretty well. I mean, I'm assuming that uh, at the time you would have had uh, Activision with the Tony Hawk franchise, and you know, you mentioned Andrew how you had Kelly Slater, yep. and you had Matt Hoffman, and then like the license for making a uh, name pro sport game was like as important as making uh, as 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 lining yourself up with someone like Matt Hoffman or Dave Mira. It was like you wanted the pro skater or pro surfer or pro BMX version of it because that was just as important as knowing that Tony Hawk was going to be in the game because those games were the best, mm. right? Yeah. I I, I thought so. Or no, Ramona, you're kind of shaking your head. Did you did you uh, you didn't like Did you play I, uh, Matt Hoffman as well and did you like it any more? I, I or was less? just about to say I avoided probably better games because I didn't know who some of the people were or they didn't have the character but like like i remember avoiding aggressive inline which is probably one of the better extreme sports games of all time because it was about roller skating (laughs) <laughs> That's I, I did the, the same thing with surfing I didn't I didn't yeah. play Kelly Slater because I was like why would I why would I want to surf and it also seemed very restrictive I also think notoriously of the pro 
video games like the pro skater, pro surfer, whatever, pro surfer seems to have been the worst. I, I think it just, I don't know what you can do with that really, uh, but they just wanted to cash in wherever they could and, oh, unless I maybe played they it. went a little bit more extreme. Did oh, you really? I played I played both of them. Wow. Yeah, I, Did I don't you know. like them? Uh, I No, but like it's, it's we talk about this constantly on the podcast that there's these these games that are just, that are, that are, you know, copying to other styles that have already worked. And you're like, I love Tony Hawk so right. much that it was, hey, do you want it? Do you want something that's kind of like Tony Hawk? You're like, yeah, if that's all you got, you know. And so, and then you all of a sudden find out who Kelly Slater is, who like I wouldn't have known otherwise. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, they weren't great. Like, obviously, Tony Hawk is the reason, like, is still the legend. Uh, and everything else is kind of yeah. like, you know, picking up the scraps from there. But, you know, like, and that's why I think Dave Mira, and like, we talked about Skate recently. We've talked about some other games that were like yes. trying to do different things. And I wonder, like, Ramona, was Dave Mira, I'm trying to remember, was Dave Mira trying to be, position itself differently than the Tony Hawk series by being more difficult, more realistic? Was it, how was it differentiating between that and. I think so, and that's what I was going to talk about with the core mechanics, what they're special mm. for me. So, with Dave Mira, it's not like. You jump in the air, you push a direction and a button to do a trick. Right. You can do that. If you want to do that, you can jump in the air, push a direction, and do a trick. But you can do modifiers with other tricks okay. that make this go from being like, hey, Tony Hawk is a cool guy to, hey, this guy I've never heard of, but I'm playing right now is a cool guy because I'm doing mm -hmm. a cool thing. My example of that is you can do any air trick or any grind or manual with a modifier. Mm -hmm. So let's say you do a grind, you can also hit the no footer or no hander modifier and do a okay. no handed grind and a no handed manual and a no-handed like turn down. That's what the yeah, yeah. Okay. Is. Like for what you can do stuff that <laughs> I think those games never even put in any level of thought, and okay. I think that's what Dave Mira Two positioned itself as differently. Maybe not in marketing, but in terms of trying to sell me on playing the game for hours at a time, it sold me with that. It sold me with the fact I can do like a rocket air with a no-hander, and mm -hmm. I may have been the only person this year to have thought about doing that. I may That's have been the cool. only person this year to play the game in general. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. In, in this, this year, but you may be the only even, one who's still Even back in yeah. the day, I felt like I could do like a one-handed tail whip. Instead of my guy having both his hands on the handlebars while doing a tail whip, I can throw out a tail whip and then jam on the one-hander. And all of a sudden, I came up with something that's just a little bit different from someone else. And I think especially if you guys are playing together, if there's either a multiplayer mode or if you're yep. just taking turns, I think you guys will develop a more distinct style of how you oh, like cool. to play than you might see from a Tony Hawk game. You yeah. know what it kind of reminds me of actually is is the game, uh, did you guys ever play the game Thrasher, Skate and Destroy? Yes! It was like a very, Ooh. did you play that game? Oh, yeah. I loved, in terms of the core mechanics of skateboarding, um, I actually enjoyed that more than the core mechanics of skateboarding in Tony Hawk. Now, right. big big distinction there. I loved Tony Hawk way more than Thrasher. I'm not trying to say that. But as it translated to skateboarding, I actually found playing Thrasher to be more satisfying. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skate, like especially by Tony Hawk 4, that's not even fucking skateboarding. That, no. That's a rhythm game more it's, than anything it's else. It's the you know NBA I mean? Street but I of like, skateboarding. I, yes, yeah. Which, I like remote, yeah, especially, I, I mean, NBA Street's a good one too because cause when you when you talk about like the, the second and third one, half of that game was developing or was getting 
point multipliers by doing tricks. It wasn't even about the scoreboard Scoring. anymore, yeah. right? Which is really cool. Um, so uh, there's there's a ton of bikers in in this game as well. Dave Mir and not being the only one. I believe there's 13 or 16 or something along mm-hmm. those lines. But uh, the, the everyone's favorite biker, obviously, is uh, Mike Diaz, who won the uh, Slim Jim <laughs> sweepstakes. Yep, yep. <laughs> To put himself in <laughs> the game. Uh, Thank and, you. And, and how can we forget Mike? Now, I, I that got me uh, wanting to ask you guys a question. Slim Jim, it's back. It's back, baby. Whoa, it's Macho back? Man, he's here. He's, he's, he's snapping into a Slim Jim, and he announces. Macho Man does. And first of all, you're like, fuck, he's alive still? Yeah. Yes, he Whoa. is. Don't question it. Okay. The Slim Jim sweepstakes are back. You guys enter, and you win. Okay? Mm. What game are you putting yourself in oh. for winning the swim, Slim oh. Jim sweepstakes? Oh, Oh, can I use this as an excuse to talk about the game I just bought last night? Sure. What game? Tell us about Cruelty it. Squad. Cruelty Squad. Cruelty I thought you were making a joke on Suicide Squad. <laughs> I want to be fake Slim Jim guy in Cruelty Squad. Uh, <laughs> what is Cruelty Squad? I actually yeah. haven't even heard of it. It's, it's like Deus Ex without all the inventory management. Ooh. Oh. I like Deus Ex. Okay. Love me some Deus Ex. It's it's go into a place and shoot someone. That's a, that sounds fun too. Well, I mean, in video game context, obviously, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't try that in your regular day to day life. Andrew, what game are you putting yourself in? Uh you know what? I think I'm, I put myself in the game that I have the most chance of being in in general is uh, is Fortnite. Everyone's in Fortnite. Everyone's in Fortnite. <laughs> I could be in Fortnite. Why am I not in Fortnite? Why is the retrograde not in Fortnite? They Most just recently- ambitious crossover of all time. It's so easy. Slim Jim guy and Thanos. Thanos. They put Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty in it this week. They put uh, LeBron James, uh, Ariana Grande, shooting a gun. Does, it's like does, it's insane. Does so- Slim Jim guy just impale people with his sharp head? Is that his special thing in Fortnite? Is he like charges with people like his I head like is it. a bayonet? I think he snaps people in half. I think that's what he does. Oh, you snap into a Slim Jim, he snaps you right back. That's not my witness. That man is broken in half. <laughs> can, I, can I propose that in order to snap you in half, what he does is gets you to ingest him, oh. and then he cr- like <laughs> leans over real hard and real quick from one side. Like comes Prometheus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Amazing. I'm putting, I'm putting myself, uh, as a result of winning the Slim Jim sweepstakes, into Death Stranding. I want to be like, uh, like uh, uh, Conan O'Brien's character, how he gets to be just like... Uh, just just a, a guy in there who every so often you run into and you're like, isn't that fucking Conan O'Brien? Like, what? how did he get Honestly, in Honestly, the storytelling oh, in that, they're, it, they're probably, you probably would. It was just like, it was like, Die Hardman, what do you think? Okay, cool. Next video, Slim Jam Man, what are you doing now? And he's just like, I think you need to go over there, drop off some Slim Jim. And you're like, yeah, nice. I, 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 feel like, I feel like Slim Jim Man needs to be like a cryptid of this world. You just see him on a shadow on the background of a mountain, a man with the very tall Oh my head. God. I love it. That's terrifying, and I will have nightmares tonight. Um, Slim let's, Jim let's talk scripted, then. Yeah. So, so obviously, it was the Slim Jim sweepstakes that got Mike Diaz into uh, Dave Mir, and, and uh, just a little bit of fun to imagine what game you'd want to imagine yourself yeah. into. Amish Boy, another famous character yeah, in that game. Amish Boy. Uh, this goes back to to these games, just not understanding tone at all, and just throwing whatever at the wall sticks, and and, and hoping it does. You know, they take they take these risks on just having these. I remember Tony Hawk was like. Uh, 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 the well, maybe this aged better than than we realized it would. But the the cop uh, officer, there was officer the, the Dick, yeah. and Private officer Carrera. Di- yes, who yes, was, exactly, who was exactly. Asia Carrera. Asia right? Carrera. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then later, later on in in Tony Hawk, I know you had like Gene Simmons and Spider Man and all this. <laughs> it was like all over the map with with who got who got in there. That that was the fortnight of their day. Um, but Ramona, why don't you walk us through then? So so Dave Mira 
Um, I, I can't give this one a review yet. Andrew, maybe you'll hold off on yours until we play it and you'll give the retro score. But Ramona, if you're to rate this game out of four bits uh, based on what you thought about it back when you played it as a little kid, uh, what are you giving this one? Yeah, absolutely. So do you guys know that old phrase that's like, one taught me love, one taught me patience, whatever yeah. that old saying is? Yeah. yeah, this game's all of that for me. <laughs> yeah. Is that true? That's yeah, amazing. I've... So unironically, so so you liked this game in spite of the fact that you admit it's a bit of a dumpster fire. Like you liked Absolutely. this game. Because I, I love this game that. gave me a creative outlet with the tricking system. Like I mentioned before, nice. that was just like, there were many years, I think for like two or three years, the first two or three years that I owned the game, I was probably six i think um okay. i didn't even know you could do the modifier tricks like with grinds oh, wow. and manuals and flips and stuff oh, and wow. like i discovered that and i just like paid more attention to dave mirror as a game than even like i had tony hawk one and i think i had underground and i kind of oh, put I, those I, games great, away yeah. for a little while to play more dave mirror too which i know sounds the- so weird <laughs> No, that's that's awesome. Like, I like hearing that. I also like the fact that it's not, uh, you know, a lot of people will refuse to give a game a chance, maybe now more than what it was in the past, but it was like everything was based on reviews, right? And if you saw a game had bad reviews, you just wouldn't give it a shot. Um, do you think that this game was uh, was poorly reviewed because people didn't understand it, or it is also just kind of a dumpster fire? It's kind of just a bad game. Like, okay. <laughs> why, I t- why I told you to not play Dave Mira 1 is because the, th- the physics of, like, jumping and landing are significantly worse in Dave Mira 1, and you're not going to believe how that's possible once you play Dave Mira 2. <laughs> true, true. That's, uh, that's The scary. physics that's in scary. Dave Mira 2 are so bad, you're not going to be able to comprehend how they could be any worse. Uh, Ramona, any, any plugs or anything to send us off? Anything you want people to check out? No, I don't do shit. Uh, play extreme sports games they're fun there we go they are uh hopefully this hopefully this one is as well and we'll uh we'll well we'll have to wait until the other side to see but that's what we're going to lead into next we're going to get into some of the gameplay ramona thank you so much for joining us on this one absolutely all right take care we'll see you guys on the other side ProQuest, Session, Free Ride. This text was incredibly popular at this time. It's basically just like Graffiti Sans MS. What is that game where you roller skate everywhere and you're Jet Set Radio. Jet Set Radio. And it probably had this text all over it. I was just, that's what it looks like. ProQuest, I've got a request, and that's to uh, shred, shred, uh, uh, shred tires. All the time. So Dave you want to play as the titular Dave Mira, Ryan, Ryan Nyquist, Nyquist, who's definitely on a list somewhere. Troy <laughs> McMurray's Murray. on a different list. A different list. He's just January out of prison. <laughs> Mike Laird, who sells uh, cocaine to kids. Yep. Uh, Tim Mira, who is definitely has a calculator watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Keenan Harkin. The fifth who, man of a boy band. I was going to say. The old one. <laughs> wannabe uh, uh, lead singer of Sugar Ray. Oh, yeah, he's pretty old in this. Oh, Lee Ramsdale God. is their dad, I, I guess. Think it's Mike Madsen's unsuccessful brother. <laughs> Joey five, Garcia. Six? Joey Garcia, just an all-around good guy. I think Joey Garcia is a good guy. Rick Moliterno is uh, Ryan Whitney meets uh, Sal from The Sopranos. I, You know, it actually looks like his headshot, though. He's in orange, and it's yes. like even the background of the lighting. I'm like, who took these photos? They're awful. Todd Lyons is Vanilla Ice, basically. <laughs> Todd Lyons is going to steal your girlfriend, man. <laughs> Luce E? Luke E. Luke E? Yeah. Is the lead singer of Korn. <laughs> Scott Wirch is was Channing Tatum's with, younger was, brother. I was going to say he's friends with Troy McMurray on January 6th. Oh, I like that. Yeah, they're like in that. it together. His name and Jeff. 
My name is Yev. Colin McKay. Uh, Colin worked at Tower Records. <laughs> Zach Shaw. He was really broken up when Chester Bennington died. <laughs> I was going to say, he was like the lead singer Goldfinger. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, Slim, Slim Jim, Jim guy. guy. This guy's 100% a pedophile. Lives, He's on both lists. He's on both of those lists. Lives convenience store shelves, Oh says. my God. Cute. 190 pounds, eh? Packets of meat. Mad cow. That's his nickname, Mad Cow? I don't know if we joke about Mad Cow. I don't Cow. know if You're we joke for about beef, that. man. Well, let's be Dave Mira, I think. Yeah, right? let's be the titular. Okay, so now bikes. Oh. Di- different bikes will have uh, more success, Whoa. which is cool. That makes total sense. Much more than a skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trick one is rocket air. Trick two is seat grab. I guess that makes crank flip, frame stand, peg grab. Peg grab makes sense. Tire that's- grab makes sense. I also like the idea of a crank flip. Let's do a crank flip. Let's crank flip. Woodward's camp. So it looks like we're basically <laughs> Tony Hawking this shit. Well, Woodward is a very famous extreme sports camp with like ramps and stuff like is that. that true? It's in Pennsylvania. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's like Woodward is like the place you go to if you have some talent. You're such or a your kids have a lot of money. Nerd, dude. Yeah, I know. Dude, you're such a <laughs> fucking nerd, dude. This guy knows where Woodward is. <laughs> Boo. You know, read only, a book. <laughs> the only word I want to hear out What's of your that? mouth is Squidward. I've never seen an episode. Of Squidward's showcase? There's a separate show about Squidward? No. Oh. <laughs> I would have believed you. Prove yourself to the locals. <laughs> I would say just be confident in your own abilities. Prove yourself, you piece of shit. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, camera is bizarre. Ooh, it's really close, eh? Oh, oh my awkward, God. Awkward landing. <laughs> awkward landing. I landed I on your head. in my face, and he's like, yeah, awkward landing. <laughs> so you can you can pedal as you go until you hit jump. So there is a little bit of a timing thing. Okay. So, so, so Mikey, the controls, I, I'm basing everything on Tony Hawk. Is it similar in any way? It's very similar. So I'm actually going to look up the controls because I don't know what the tricks are. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. square. But you know how in Tony Hawk, it's like there's flip tricks and then there's grab tricks. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same with this. So air modifiers is to do one hand. So th- this is what Ramona was telling us about. Yeah. Wow. Oh. You know, the falls in Tony Hawk 1 looked way better than what we're seeing here, right? Eh? Yeah. Oh, Uh-oh. a little bit of ragdoll physics when you fall. I like yeah, that. Super amount of ragdoll physics. Oh, God. <laughs> Mikey's really testing his ragdoll physics to their extreme. <laughs> I will say Tony Hawk, really uh, unrealistic. But this one, at least... The speed of the bike makes you think, oh, yeah, well, that, I could go this fast, and, you know? And there's something about the momentum as well, where uh, it feels like it is realistic in the sense that when you're going forward, if you're, yeah. if all you're trying to do, like in Tony Hawk, is get to the next ramp, then you're not going to get anything. You have to kind of, like, get enough speed by dedicating your buildup to pushing right. forward and going towards the Right, uh, that the makes jump. sense. So I've already proven myself to the locals. I got 21,000 points. Like, what more do you want from me? Stupid hillbillies. Yeah. Does this make you happy, locals? Okay, so new high score. I, I feel like at this point I'm constantly getting a new high score because there yeah. wasn't a score to set before. You still have another minute left. Oh, a Superman. That was cool. Oh, my head fell off? Yeah, your head fell off, I guess. That was interesting. Decapitation. Decapitation. Oh, oh what a cool move. Okay, so Mikey grind it up and then backflipped out of it. And it actually looked like not crazy. Like it looked, oh yeah, that might have happened. Okay, so you know how there are some of those moves in Tony Hawk where you have a weird grab that you need to basically account for time to get back to normal so you can land it properly. Yeah. Like the Benihana, where you have to like bring some bring your 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 feet back. Ooh. It takes an extra like split second or so. But every every trick you do in this, because you have a bike, you really have to account for an extra split second to like prep for the landing. If yeah, that makes like sense. your tail needs to come back yes, around exactly you know I mean? so is there any restrictions on player names mikey because he's about to enter his name into the high score for a new record uh let's try cassandra 
because Let's try this. This is a famous name as, for as us. We, as we learned in Marion Sonic at the Olympics, you're not allowed to be called you're Cassandra. You're not allowed to be Cassandra because it has ass in the There's name. There's no more Cassandras allowed. And if you don't believe us, go listen to that episode because Nintendo literally will not let you use Cassandra as a name. So you're allowed to be Cassandra. You're allowed to be Cassandra. And Cassandra has the new record. Okay. Knock over four ladders, get over 25 feet of air. On the Titanic vert ramp. Well, Andrew has fallen already. Oh. oh, so I didn't realize this, but as you're in the air, there's a little measurement to show how high you are. It's like literally a ruler. That's cool. Is this exact same as Tony Hawk? No, but I think that's kind of the appeal. It is touching that nerve though. It is. It, you like, know what, it, what it, here's one thing about Tony Hawk is as, as strange as it is and as absurd as it is, it's very well polished. Yes. Way more so than this. This feels very clunky so far. You I'm, can pretty much land anything into a grind. Anything into a grind. Oh, it's not really. It. Yeah. Whereas in Tony Hawk, you if you go on the vert ramp, yeah. you can't just land your ramp jump on the lip and stall there. That doesn't work. Okay. You're talking about the cleanness of the game? Yeah. Whenever you jump, it zooms in so hard. I, I hate that. Why don't you go try to find someone to give you a uh, challenge? A challenge. Yeah. Because this game is not pro providing to be one. Oh, yet. Andrew, you're a little cocky bastard, <laughs> huh? Yeah. I'm a big, cocky bastard. Also, you mentioned that this was like a, a children's camp? Yeah. What are we doing here? Well, it's like got some of the best like facilities. Okay. But it's for children. Yeah, they knew you were coming. <laughs> they hit all the children. <laughs> Mike, you did it. it. All right. Two challenges complete. 100 respect points. It's about time, Dad. <laughs> I just like the idea that Ryan Nyquist is like, hey, do you want to, uh, oh. do you want to jump over these ramps? And he goes, and, and he's like, yeah, because then I'll respect you. And it's like, Jesus Christ. And then Dave Muir's got to come back there and go like, hey, do you respect me now, Ryan? Piece of shit. Okay, so now I got to knock over four ladders. That's a very uh, uh, Tony Hawk Very Tony thing, Hawk. Right? Some, some absolutely arbitrary thing that's just telling you, hey, learn the map, guys. Honestly, the those sorts of things, like those challenges of like knock over the ladders and stuff, were the reason why I didn't like the remake of Tony Hawk as much as everyone else. I was like, oh, it turns out I just don't really love doing these things. Oh, well, yeah, you're wrong. I do like that it becomes insulting after a while. That it's like, uh, you fell because you landed sideways. And you're like, yeah, I, I know, I I'm, know. I, I could have, listen, I wasn't going to word it exactly like that, but I could have guessed it if you gave me a shot. It's like when you fall and smash your face, it says awkward landing. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, there you go. Oh, that's how you're supposed to do it. Okay. Ooh. Ah, oh, too much. Gilded the lily, as they so, say. So, Andrew, you've played Matt Hoffman as well. Do yes. you remember? It was a long time ago, but do you remember how this controls in comparison? It looks a lot different, by the way. Like, I, the Matt Hoffman is, like, straight out of... Tony uh, Hawk. Tony Hawk. I could imagine, like, it turns out, like... I like the addition of bike controls and, and the fluidity of it, but the mechanics are not very good in this. No. So I could imagine, though, that if you gave it that same polish as Tony Hawk, I'd actually really enjoy something like this. I, I, I think inevitably because we did this one, we'll have to do oh. the other one. I think eventually we will have to, yes. Oh, I keep holding down X. You lose, yeah, losing X and you lose all your momentum. I know. I just keep holding it down thinking like that'll carry. The one thing I'd recommend if that keeps happening is uh, to not hold down X when you're going. Oh, interesting. Do you know what I mean? I, I It's subtle. Uh, you may not get it, but... For a smooth-brained idiot like for me. For a smooth-brained idiot who just has fallen nine times in a row. All right, so let's let's get out of this. Now, we're, now we got to be someone else. Let's be Tim Mira. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> let's be Dave's less successful brother. Do you want to do session then? Yeah, let's do session. Every level is a set number of gaps to discover from simple hops to crazy jumps to a... Oh, Jesus foot drops that seems scary that's a very scary 
Okay. Uh, no, sir. I'm very scared. No, a hundred feet. What am I? The Red Bull guy from space? Uh, falling a hundred feet at least. Do you think he fell a hundred feet? Is that how high that is? a lot. That seems like it's too much, right? Yeah. Yeah. hundreds a lot. I don't like high seventies. High seventies. High seventies. High seventies. Slim, Slim Jim, Jim guy. Yeah, Slim Jim. hundred percent. I wonder if it's harder to land flips with him. Because of his head? Because of his head. Yeah. Why does his head look like Thanos' chin? They're related. Are they related? I like the idea that like Thanos gets defeated and then you get like, just like the first Avengers, Slim Jim guy turning around and goes, I guess I'll do this myself. <laughs> so this is a session. We're going to do three minute sessions and we're just going to do a high score. Yeah. Okay. His head is, it. it's upsetting. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's funny. We did that whole month about, you know, food games. And uh, Slim, Jim, Slim Jim guy would fit in right there. I'm surprised the Burger King is not in there. Like, he's doing really well. He's already at 25,000. And he has a, it's, half the time has gone by. Ooh. Whoa, big points. Oh, two-trick combo. Need so more like height. He's at the high score that he set up last time. Oh. And he's, oh, my God, he's nearly dead. And he's got a minute left here. Oh, and he hit a pole. I, I'm underneath <laughs> a bridge or A something. bridge, and it's scaring me. Can you imagine a kid walking over and being like, oh, everything's okay. And then the Slim Jim guy comes out. He's like, ah! <laughs> I'm so hurt. Uh, he's got a toothpick grind for about 2,000 points there. Slim Jim guy's got about 18 seconds left riding up with a feeble grind coming back down the hill. I don't think it was feeble. It was pretty strong. With a pathetic small dig grind. <laughs> so 2,000 points right off the bat. Andrew Alleyoop, 450 turnaround. Oh! Uh, and then he demolished his face. But I feel like you have a better sense of the flow of tricks in this game than I do. What are you What are you pressing? Are you a square guy or a circle I've guy? I've always been a square guy. I was always circle. I know. That was always a big divisive thing between you and I. Yeah, Tony yeah. Oh, well, I'm, I'm in trouble here. I'm already only at 7,000, so I should probably... But when you do uh, land a good trick, it fe I feel like you get a lot more points than I usually get. Oh. But then sometimes you fall. Double peg stall. Oh, come on. You know what? The stalls and grinds, whereas that, I feel like in Tony Hawk, adds a lot more fluidity to it. In this, it really, I just find it slows things down completely. Okay, so Andrew's uh, kicking it into gear here. He's got three landed tricks. No! Oh, and almost a fourth gorgeous one. All done backwards. Little wall tap. Oh, man. And a Superman, which just allowed you to belly flop on the ground. I think that yeah. was the purpose of that Superman. It's, it's what's a what's a trick that we can do that would really look like it hurts? <laughs> like, if you, if, like, you know, like, you see the gymnasts sometimes where they just miss the bars? Oh, man, And they yeah. just land flat, perfect down, and you're like, oh, no. And then oh, it's like, no. what are you going to do with that law degree? <laughs> when they miss the bars? And these are the sorts of jokes that you'll get more and more of on the Retrograde Podcast. Ten seconds left. You've got 14,000 <laughs> points to make up. But you I'm might, not going to do it. You need more height, it says. That's very facetious. Yeah, that's Very good. facetious. Thank you. You want to go one more? Sure, yeah. Let's do one more. All right. Another run. Sorry, Ramona. It doesn't look like we're going to be getting the... Uh, Level five. Mikey is... Oh, no. Okay, well, you almost killed yourself there, but they, you're <laughs> killing it otherwise. He is 10, 20 seconds in, and he has five... He has 6,000 points already. It's crazy. The, the, in terms of getting momentum and, like, having speed off the jumps, that's something I'm having trouble figuring out. Because sometimes, like, you speed up a lot, and I don't know what what it takes to force yourself to do that. Oh, oh shit. God, I think, I think that actually... I think that actually broke my I neck. I think that would have ruptured your... Oh, is he bleeding? I doubt it. He's that's beef. That's just beef from just the Slim Jim. <laughs> oh my God, Slim Jim guy, are you bleeding? <laughs> no, just beef from earlier. I'm always always got beef. I started off kind of strong on this one and haven't really landed a trick since. Yeah, I was gonna say you were actually like smoking ass. Thirty-four thousand, forty-five seconds left. Thirty-five thousand. Oh my God, Mikey, it's gonna rue the day it ever ran into Mikey BMX and worth. <laughs>
That was what it was, right? BM excited worth. You didn't want to just do BMX and worth? No, B Mikey excited. B Mikey ex- what? B Mikey excited. Yes, Mikey be excited. <laughs> You're talking like King Shark. Oh, you beaten the record. 42-5 with 12 seconds left. Slim Jim guy. Dave Miro's got nothing on Slim Jim guy. And we always wow. kind of knew that, but it's good to see it put into practice now. I think he was just pumped. He's like, that guy's mythical, right? Mm. Oh. oh my God. I cannot put stuff together in this game. You know what? It's weird. When you get in the air, I feel like you have a better idea of the controls, but it is just hard to get that momentum of speed, like yeah. in order to get up a jump. I, you know what? I will say like, I actually kind of appreciate the fact that there is a learning curve between pedaling and yes. ramping, oh, ramping up. If, what, I'm, what I'm struggling with is understanding when to stop pedaling and start prepping your jump, right? Oh, that was a nice little jump to a grind. A jump and grind, as R. Kelly would call it. Oh, that's good. We should talk about him more. <laughs> uh, damn it. Ultimately, I think what we're noticing is that the consistency of what to expect of the mechanics and the overall flow. Tony Hawk just does it so much better. A great transfer by Andrew there. Sketchy Landing took the points down a little bit, but he's now oh! up to 17,000 points with 45 uh. seconds left. A couple of those landed would have been the difference, though. So I think what we're what we mean by that is oh, is landing it. the tricks. I think Andrew is what you should be uh, focusing. What on. Just, if you're taking something away from this, you want to make sure that uh, you're not breaking your neck and smashing your head on the pavement so your brains bust out um, at the end of a trick because you don't get points for that. Wait, okay, this is the problem with not having an instruction a booklet. Yeah. yeah, is that I didn't know you're supposed to land them. Yeah, we need like an a manual con, a cont the categorical imperative it's imperative to land these without uh, busting yeah, your brain so thing <laughs> and welcome back to the retrograde <laughs> i don't even care if we start what why what's this <laughs> what is this who is this i don't even care if we even do a podcast anymore why is this uh, what, how is this <laughs> what are we is this class classroom all of a sudden who are you um i don't know dad who are you I just think that it doesn't even matter, so why even try? Oh, you're like some kind of slacker. Uh... Slacker? Uh, you wouldn't <laughs> say that if you saw my moves at Woodward Farms. Woodward Farms? Yeah, well, uh, because you were like... It's very... where they grow ramps. <laughs> Organically. Another good ramp harvest this year. You've got to ship them all across America for all the lonely BMXers, which we learned yes. is boater... Boater, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is boater Mikey Cross. <laughs> is bicycle motocross. Right. Um, and so we learned that. We are we, professionals. We did. And after, uh, upon learning it, I I don't feel better about it because no. I, I was joking when I said bicycle motocross. Why is the word motor in there? Motor. I, I mean, technically though, if you get, if you're drunk on a bicycle, you can lose your driver's license because mm-hmm. it is a motor. It's just not a gas-powered motor, which is, that's why they say that, but it's still dumb. That's like if you're running. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's like, hey, your motor, <laughs> your motor. Yeah, my motor's really high. <laughs> um, uh, the, the, the thing I have an issue with is cross. Yeah. It's X. Well, there's no course. I think it's like the idea that like everything previously was in a course. Well, no, but, but why is X cross? Well, X is a cross. Right, but we say BMX, not BM cross. Mm. Mm. That's a good point. That's a good point. It's a gr- it, honestly, it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. It's like cross doesn't know how to sign its own name, so it just like puts an X on the bottom of the bill. <laughs> like uh, like uh, uh, Jude Law's character in in Talented Mr. Ripley. He just oh, writes yeah. Dickie. Yeah, I forgot about that. 
God, that's a good movie. It's I'm a great, gonna, honestly, it holds movie. up. It'll, yeah. And we should do the video game based on Talented Mr. Ripley. I Is there any video games based on Philip Seymour Hoffman properties? Oh my God. We should look that Mission up. Mission Impossible 3 or 2? Which three. One? Three. three. Uh, yeah, probably. Oh man. Oh my God. Schenectady, New York. <laughs> Doubt, <laughs> boogie nights. Press, there's there's press F to pay respects, and there's press X to doubt. <laughs> doubt. Those are the two that we want to be doing. I do love that it would be the player sobbing at home, solemnly reaching <laughs> towards the X, and is like presses the X, like knowing how heavy a heart they have. <laughs> but then it's it's Meryl Streep's voice. If you're new to this podcast, oh, you, good luck. What's going on? Good luck. It's Meryl Streep's voice in that like eight bit or like that sound card era. Like <laughs> I have doubts. <laughs> I have doubts. <laughs> I okay. So uh, to catch everyone up, Mikey and I are obsessed with the movie Doubt. Uh, we both saw it once each, uh, about t- ten years ago. And uh, and and ever did you even see it ever? Oh uh, yeah, I saw it because I remember when I was like, it ends with with Meryl Streep saying, "I have doubts," and you're like, "No." <laughs> oh, maybe I didn't see it. I think you've just seen it vicariously through me. Honestly, there's a number of movies I've just seen through parts, and I'm like, I totally understand the movie. So in my head, I'm like, "Well, I've seen the movie. Why watch the rest?" Um, so much like you, I haven't seen Doubt, but I'm fully obsessed with it, <laughs> and uh, we're hoping that there's a video game for it. So, oh man, um, what is okay? Going out to you guys, going out to the D pads. What is the weirdest video game based on a movie? What's the weirdest IP? Like, like that had a movie makes you go that video game based on a movie or movie based on a video like either either or well either or but I was thinking like a tie in video game that's for a, a great movie. question send yeah. us your uh, your thoughts there either hit us up on Twitter <laughs> at retrograde what I was just thinking my dinner with Andre oh yeah just just Wallace Shawn I like <laughs> sitting that at a table two guys sitting at a table for two hours Phantom Thread would be great but it's like a Phantom fashion tycoon th- see I like that like the Barbie <laughs> like a like Barbie engine and then a- instead of so in like like in Mario. Yeah, which is also an engine that you can get in trouble with and lose your license. (laughs) You cannot drink in code. You cannot drink in code. Um, uh, Like in Mario, you have mushrooms to power up, but in this you have mushrooms to to get- uh, To poison uh, your loved ones. Munchausen syndrome. Yes, (laughs) Yes. exactly. And then eventually Stockholm syndrome. Yes, yes. Uh, God, oh man. This is just so, this is so perfect. I, yes, I seriously want that. If someone has a really, really unique, like very specific one, I would love to know about it. And then it. we can do the uh, the movie over at the Mushroom Club as well. Yes, we, we, I promise if you come up with the best one, we'll do it on the podcast. We 100% will, yes. 100% okay. will. So there send us your thoughts, uh, uh, retrogradepodcast at gmail.com and uh, at retrogradepod, at retrogradeandy, and What's at up? retrogrademikey. Yeah. yeah, and send us your thoughts specific to this. If it's just general, I do not want to hear about it. I don't want to hear from God. a single one of you nerds. Oh, <laughs> God. So speaking of though, Dave Mira. <laughs> Classic nerd. Classic nerd. Him and he's, Tim. <laughs> he's such a bike nerd. Oh yeah, Tim Mira. Tim, Tim and Dave growing up going like, you know what, one day we're gonna make a video game about ourselves. And you know what? They did it. So <laughs> good did. for them. They succeeded and we succeeded in playing it. Mm-hmm. And that's about as far as I'll go in saying what just happened. Yeah. Yeah. So we played it. Um, you know, Ramona warned us. Yes. Uh, that we were not going to like it. Said it was going to be a hot trash uh, dumpster fire. I honestly, like, yes, it had its thing. My thing ultimately with it is that I can't imagine why I would play this instead of Tony Hawk. But the game itself isn't as bad as I expected. No. Honestly, it is no. playable. Uh, I feel like the mechanics are difficult mm-hmm. because they're bad. Yeah. But you could kind of get used to it. There was an inconsistency in there at some points when it's like, well, I think I should have landed that but I didn't for some reason. Yeah. And I don't think that's always <laughs> a terrible thing. Yeah. 
as long as they're consistent with their inconsistencies where like sometimes you just expect there's like a yeah. throwaway. Uh, you're not going to land this because you just, the game didn't want you to. I'm, I'm thinking like, why didn't Slim Jim guy land this? Yeah. Yes. Um, but <laughs> you're right. It's it. I, there are games we play and you go, this is broken. This right. sucks. Yes. I still, even after playing all that time, think that Dave Mira freestyle BMX number two, um, is, is just there's a learning curve. It's not broken. It's just we are playing it in a different way. We're playing it like skateboarding. We're playing it like Tony Hawk. Yeah. Which at the end of the day is not the same engine. Matt That's, Hoffman's yes. closer to the same one, yes. right? So it's not the same one. I believe that there is just a learning, learning curve of being the difference of a bicycle and a skateboard. Yes. And, and in some time, I would get much better at it. Whereas when I was falling, which I did well, constantly. Constantly. A lot. Uh, man. Me and I was, I was, me it, and the cement were it, just. It really felt like at a certain point, I have to believe you're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Was, yeah, that's what I was doing. You just really hated Slim Jim, man. Yeah. And you wanted to see, you wanted to snap his neck. Yeah, I was, yeah, I wanted to see what was inside. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely wasn't taking a dive to let you in. Um, so, is it, I, I just, I do believe that over time, I would get better at this right, game. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? I And you know, like, and that's saying something after whatever, 172 episodes of this, where we play, these games were like, what a disaster. This is, is never going to get better. Right, right. This one, I do believe you would get better. I do think you would as well. And I, th the, the, my question is though, like, say I am, I play this and I like it and mm. I did play it and yeah. I did kind of like it. And well, there we not, go. So, right. Okay. But answer, ask and I, I'm, I'm at this point. Yeah. Do I want to, like, if, if my goal is now to go play bicycle video games, would I spend my time with this or would I try Matt Hoffman instead? Because it feels like, yes, you could get this game to a point where it's enjoyable or more yeah, enjoyable, yeah. but is there a better option out there? And I think the short answer is yes. I, I would, like, I think it's almost inevitable at this point that we have to do Matt Hoffman. Yes. I, I don't think that we can do this and not do that. It's like, right. it's like, what's the best colon? We take a sip of Coke and we're like, I figured it out. I think it's this one. This is it. And I'll, no, there's a competitor on the market. We yeah. need to try that as well. Yeah, it's but RC. Yeah, it's 100% RC. Yes, yeah. yes. It's whatever the hell Mr. Pib is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. And so, like, I, I agree with you. We need to try that because then at that point, I, here's my fear, though, that we play Matt Hoffman and it's just like Tony Hawk and then we're immediately good at it and we go, well, this is better. Because is it supposed to be that you're good off the go or is that learning curve important to video games? Well, and I mean this generally. No, no, it's a good question, but I do think we would be able to tell off the bat, regardless of how familiar we are with the controls, whether the controls are good. Because the, mm. the things that I didn't like about this are that the, you know, one, the camera gets in way too tight and way too unpredictably when you're doing tricks. Two, the floatiness and unpredictability of getting off ramps and things like that is, yeah. is a little bit off-putting. And three, the consistency with landing your tricks and where nice. you have to be to land them is, is not where I know it is in something like Tony Hawk. You yeah. know, it has its moments, but immediately I'd be able to tell where it's like, Oh, I saw where the bike was. I should have landed that because every other time I've had the bike there, I've landed. Yeah. This time it just chose not to do that for me. We'll be able to tell if the mechanics are uh, more appealing. Mm. Uh, even if it is, yes, off the bat, more familiar, it may also be better. Yeah. And I think we'd be able to tell the difference. I, I think, well, yes, I think we would too. But I just, I wonder about that where yeah. it's like, you know, secretly is Dave Mira actually like a really good game if we just had mastered it. But then again, that's also a shitty argument because that's true of a lot of games. Yes. You master it and you get that reward sensation 
Uh, it just, it shouldn't be that hard, right? I mean, isn't that kind of what Ramona was saying in our interview? Where yeah. it's like, it's like they spent enough That's time with point. it to eventually know that uh, even though it's not a good game, it's my kind of, like it's my, I spent enough time to make me good at it. And therefore, now I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Uh, and I think about, you know, when we're kids and you buy a game and that may be the only game you get for the next four months, five months, oh, maybe yeah. all year. Yeah. And you better hope you're making yourself like it. It's an and investment. Very often we do. Yeah. And therefore we get better at it and then like it more because the things that frustrated us about it now no longer need to apply because you you you're you're you put those in the rearview mirror. You know how to predict them. Yeah. You know what's so funny? I was I, when we were playing it too, I was so obsessed with the idea that the third game triple X was <laughs> an explicit BMX pornography based uh, BMX game. Mm-hmm. And I was like biking around like man you know, the only way to get this better? Boobs. Boobs. Show me boobs. some boobs. I want some bouncy physics out there. <laughs> I still can't believe I bought that game, man. That was like, it was... I can't believe you were allowed to buy that game. I don't know if I was. Mm. I think I just... You were a very adult-looking 12-year-old. Yeah, I had my mustache. <laughs> um, I also just... I hung around the video game store so often that anything to get me to leave, they would do for right. me. Yeah, they'd be like, you want that porn game? Here, I'll throw in Leisure Suit Larry if it means you're not going to be back here in three <laughs> weeks. Let's let's do that. Um, speaking of let's do things, Andrew, let's do review this game. <laughs> yeah. Let's do review this game. So, it, uh, as we mentioned before, you, uh, what we're going to do on this podcast, I haven't played this game before, so I'm going to be rating it out of four bits based on what I think I would have thought of it had I played it when it came out back yeah. in 2001. You're going to be re- reviewing it based on what you actually thought of it when you had played it back yes, sir. in 2001. Then we're also going to rate it and review it out of four bits uh, based on how the game holds up in the modern day against what like we just played. Games. What we just played. Yeah. Did we like it? Did we not like it? Uh-huh. Wait and see. Let wait and see these nuts, oh, baby. Andrew, take it. it away. Okay, so here I actually played uh, Demira as a kid, and here here are my thoughts. Okay. Out, out of four bits. Uh, now your th- your thoughts are out of four bits. Uh, yeah. So you so I have to rate your. Thoughts You're rating out of four my bits. review. Okay. And the review itself will have a rating too. The rating or your thoughts? This is not complicated. I don't know why you're not figuring this out faster. Okay. We are Jelly Boy. <laughs> we are uh, Jelly Boy. Um, okay, so th- this was the the RC Cola to Coca-Cola. Okay. I remember Matt Hoffman a lot more clearly. And and yet, yes, maybe I was a sycophantic uh, like brand, you know, worshiping Tony Hawk kid. But I played one more yep, than I played fair. this one. I played Kelly Slater more than I played this one. Is that true? Yeah. And so while this game is not without merit, and I definitely did enjoy it, I can't can't give it a good score at all. Because it was like, no, I have a direct competitor. I like it more. Fuck this game. Yeah. And so it does make you, it does, in my mind, it goes, well, how low do I go now? Right. Because did I enjoy this game? Hmm, probably not. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? It's and it, but it's but how low do you go? Because is it one of the worst games you ever sure, played? Sure. Well, no, not really. And generally, for the most part, our children's scores are a lot higher. Our children's scores, yes. Yeah. Don't <laughs> be weird. <laughs> don't be weird, you weird fucking guy. <laughs> um, I'm just reserving every word in my head. Like, no, 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 not that one, not that one. Um, because you know this is going to be played again in my uh, in my uh, my hearing later on the road. You want to. <laughs> yeah. To have some measure of of, of restraint. Yeah, that's good. Us putting thousands jur- of hours of our own voices out there is not the, the best. The jurors are like, yeah, Mikey was definitely guilty, but his friend swore way too much. <laughs> We're not pleased with him either. Mr. Bascom, uh, when you look at your former friend, any points across the courtroom at you, right? And you're like, you know, at sitting at the desk yeah. and they're like, how do I look? 
uh, disheveled. Yeah. Yeah. You've been uh, jailed and not treat you well, right? <laughs> the, the few hours you spent there. And uh, it goes, uh, you, you, you claim that he is uh, not what the court is claiming. He is, see, I'm helping you out here. Thank you. The court is claiming, but yet on, if we play this and it's just like, you fucking pervert. <laughs> like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's, it was a comedy podcast. You need to understand this. Right. Um, okay, so as a kid, but how low do I go because of based on that? Right. I'm going to give this, I, I really honestly almost gave it a 1.5, but I'm going to give it a two just because it's like, it was, it's not one of those games that I believe under two is the ones where you're like, I actively don't don't like this. Whereas this one was just passively bad sure. as compared to a competitor that I liked more. Okay. So that's two fair. out of four. Two out of four. I, I agree with you. Although I do, I think there's room below a two. Uh, and this goes back to our argument about golf, golf games where uh, you, you kind of have to grade on a bell curve at a certain point. Right. Because uh, it makes a, it's a, like extreme sports games. It's a very good formula. Yeah. You know, the game right out of the box feels familiar and it's easy to get the hang of because I played a million other games like it. Right. The downside of that is there are a million other games like it. Yeah. And if I want to get this fix as a kid, when I'm playing it, I would have had uh, Tony Hawk and I did have Matt Hoffman because I played that game. Yeah. So it's like clearly the option was there and I chose not to. And I think if I played it, especially as a kid when I was a lot more prone to taking sides in these sorts of mm. things, PlayStation versus Xbox versus GameCube, uh, uh, Dave Mira versus Matt Hoffman, Sonic versus Mario, that sort of thing. I would have wanted Matt Hoffman to be better and right. I would have found ways to actively not enjoy Dave Mira. Yeah. And that's, I, I understand that's a weird subjective thing, but we're not reviewing these as pros. No. We're reviewing these as dumb little kids who yeah. are or are not playing video games. And here's how much I didn't like the controls of this. Even with BMX XXX, I couldn't play it because I didn't enjoy playing it back then. Oh, The controls wow. were not good enough. I knew there was a better option out there. So I'm giving it a one and a half out of four, uh. basically because like I understand the two because I think I would have been able to enjoy it, yeah. but I don't think I would have needed to play this over some of the other options I had. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have played it so much that I would have gotten good at it. Right, like right, I, right. I, I would have not gotten that far yeah, with it. Yeah, not, unlike, unlike seemingly Ramona did. Yes, you know? exactly, exactly. So, well, there you go. So, so Andrew, what about your modern day score? What are you going to give this one? Uh, three and a half out of eight in our retro scores. <laughs> yeah, not great. Not great. Um. Okay, so, man, this is getting the official this is tough stamp of okay. approval because th this... I can see both sides, right. much like your court case one day. I is that I I I, I can <laughs> see how this I can see how this can be good and not not good. It's never going to get four. To be honest, it's never going to get over three in my right. mind. But I can see how this scratches the itch of yep. saying, "Hey, is this the best best BMX game that that we have out there?" That entirely might be true in 2021. Right. We just don't know it yet. I, did I fully enjoy my experience today? No. Right. No. But was it awful? No. Right. So I think I'm stuck again giving it a two because I, the, the, you're right. The camera is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Nightmare. The controls are fine because it follows a, a tried and true formula. I think the biggest issue with the camera too, on top of that is it's readjustment, first of all, but then it's depth, depth perception is impossible. It's so, yeah. And when you're landing, it's really important when your bike is sideways or bike facing on to square, know exactly, to know exactly how far away from the ground you are. And I think, you know, of course, like any quirk, it would, it would come over time, but I'm gonna give it a two out of four because it's not awful, okay. but it's got a long way to go to be good. Yeah, I. Uh, here's the thing: there are so many other games. Like wh everything I said in the in the retro score right. rings true twofold in mm -hmm. the current score because there are much better games than this that scratch this itch. Whether it's biking or not, like we have the Tony Hawk 
Pro Skater remake that we can play right Oof. now if we wanted to. And boy, um, did I. And it just, and boy, did you. Yeah, yeah you beat that 100%, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and and yet the the concept of a uh, uh, an extreme sports game nowadays just doesn't do it for me yeah. the way that it used to. Because yeah. I remember you know just just here playing through some of the more mundane missions of of knocking over uh, ladders, for example. It didn't like I I actively don't enjoy going through the level looking for these things. Maybe when you've played through each level a couple times, right? And you know where everything is, right. and you can just knock it off and do tricks on the way. That's fine. But this doing it this way and just these levels are fucking enormous. And trying to find Big. all the gaps and all the 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 ladders. I would never play the single player. Unfortunately, you have to do that to unlock things. Yeah. So I would play against you. Hopefully you will have already played it and, and <laughs> unlocked everything. But I just don't really have a reason to want to play this one. I'm giving this one still a one and a half out of four. Oh. And I considered going lower, but the fact is, as you said, it is still an enjoyable experience to get on the ramps and get that momentum. There was like when, when things were stringing together, well, it felt satisfying. Yes. And if I could unlock that and find a way to do it more consistently, I think I would eventually have some fun with it, but no more fun than I would have playing, uh, even one of the lesser Tony Hawks. Okay. Well, there you go. So two, one and a half for Mikey, two twos for me. And that's a seven out of 16. That's uh, it's, uh, consistent. It's consistent. I mean, it's, it's basically, as consistent as things get. I mean, yeah. we talk about this on the on the, on the podcast all the time. We are nothing if not consistent. Yeah, we, that's true. Uh, yes. And professional, consummate mm -hmm, professionals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Also, uh, hilarious. Um, if you, if you if you do say, if I, I do, and I, I say that about you. I I say that about you all the time when you're here. Thank you. What wait what what do you say when I'm not here? Well, I can't tell you that. That's a secret, and it would really hurt your feelings. And that's why I say it. That's no, but, but that's why I say it when you're not here that I'm a good friend. Cause I would never say that to your face. You know, there's a twisted way where somebody really could convince themselves of that. That's what a psychopath would say. Yeah, they would They'd be like, you're like, no, because it's hurtful. So I don't say it in front of you. <laughs> and they're like, okay. you know, who would say that is Kim Cattrall's character in Kimmy Schmidt. Like that is, that is her line. Kim Cattrall. Who's who, who are you talking about? The blonde, the blonde oh, uh, Jane Krakowski. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Wait. You, you know Kim Cattrall's from Sex and the City, right? I love Is that sex. not the same person? No, that is not the same person. They don't even look that much alike. Andrew. No, they don't. Wait. Do they look a lot alike? Get at get at, at retrograde Mikey. Wait, what? I'm going to post photos next what to each other. What the fuck? That, I'm, my mind, I'm still convinced that you're not thinking of the right person. I'm convinced you're not thinking of the right the person. Kimmy, Kimmy Schmidt. Yes. The person... Not she's Kimmy from Thirty Rock. Not Kimmy Schmidt herself. Yeah, no, no I get that part. Yeah, yeah. no, the 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 oh, the mother and the yes. the homeowner. That's not Kim Cattrall. No, she's the same woman from uh, from from uh, Thirty Rock. Right, Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall's not in Thirty. What is wrong with you? I, I'm not. Face this blindness. is not a bit. Face this is not a bit. Wow, that's like my Sandra Bullock, Julia Roberts thing. I can't tell the difference between those two. They're a lot different. <laughs> I can't tell the difference. Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton? Yeah. Can't tell the difference right either. No, those and Greg Kinnear throw him into the mix sometimes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. God damn. That's, this wow, is this new. is a truly, this is a big revelation near the end I of the I gotta episode. go to bed. Yeah, you're not feeling well. <laughs> I'm feeling well. No. So let's, let's let the band warm okay. up and maybe I, I'll try not to sleep as they, as they prep those Let me those show you obos. some photos as the band warms up. Okay, here, okay. okay. Show, show me this. You've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous award ceremony of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. 
Oh, oh wow. wow. Oh, Beautiful. and look who's, look who's uh, riding his little bicycle onto the stage over there. <laughs> it's Elliot. Good. Yeah. Elliot's riding on stage. Yes. Elliot, can you please tell us what day, Mira? Well, no, actually, it's not just tell because he's got his envelope. So I want you to reach into the spokes of your tire because <laughs> where some people have a card. Yeah, baseball you've, card. You've got an envelope oh. and that's going to tell us what awards this game has won. Okay. The Hermetically Sealed Vault of Expectations. Whoa. One Whoa. of our most rare awards. That's amazing. <laughs> is it one of our most rare awards? It is. We we Since we started making awards drops, it's won one award. Wow. One, one game has won the Hermetically Sealed Vault of so Expectations. So that's a couple of months at least. A couple of months. Once. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and just... Coincidentally, recently, the last game was uh, Mario and Sonic, the Olympic Games. Interesting. What won the uh, Hermetically Sealed Vault of Expectations. Okay. Um, this game, so <laughs> if, if we weren't clear on that one, that means the exact same score in the retro score and the current score. Uh, and this was actually like, this is like one step further where it's not like I gave it a two later yes. and you gave it a yes. one and a half and then we switched. Sometimes we switch and sometimes, yeah, what's remarkable about this is we both differed in both of them, mm-hmm. exactly the same. That never happens. Exactly, exactly. This is wow. uh, this is interesting. I, I'm glad we played it for experimental purposes, but this just kind of opened my eyes to the fact that I may enjoy Matt Hoffman more than I realized. Yeah. I didn't give it a ton of time as a kid, but I do think that there's room in my uh, realm of enjoyment for yeah. more of this style of game. Yeah, I think so. Sometime sometime in the next couple of months, we'll definitely pick up Matt Hoffman and, and yeah. tackle it then and, and see how it compares to Dave Mira. Definitely, definitely. Oh, but... More than anything, thank you so much for listening. We love every single one of you, and we can't wait to talk to you soon. My name's Andrew Bascom, and with me, as always, is Mr. Bebop, the bad boy of podcasting. I'm calling you again. Oh, it's Mike Garrett. And this is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, give us some of your blood. (laughs) I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. (laughs) Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. It's where they grow ramps. (laughs) Organically. (laughs) 